Hello everyone, how are you? You okay? So it is Monday and it is May the 4th. So may the 4th be with you. Nanu Nanu. So yes, um, that's an old Star Wars joke. Ha 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 ha. Hope you're okay guys. Um, the sun's out so I'm feeling a bit happier. Well, that's all it takes. It just takes a little bit of a sun, the sun, to make me happy. I'm a very simple person. Very simple. Um, that's it. I just need the sun. I haven't had a chance yet to go and sit in, in it. Um, it's been a bit of a, you know, uh, I don't know, it's been a bit of a, of a scrunchy day, really. Um, just, you know, you know how those days where you can't just get anything right. I couldn't get my um, screen castify thing to work properly, and I couldn't get it all to work. Sometimes you just, you know, you want to throw your computer out the room and then back over it with the car and then put it in the in the cooker and bake it and then put it in the freezer and then bury it in the garden. You know those days. Yeah, I was having one of those days. Um, but as, as usual, Herb, my partner, came and sorted everything out within about five minutes and made me look stupid. Um, so that was all right. Um, I taught um, the boys uh, a drama lesson, an actual drama lesson, because Herb and I are doing um, uh, homeschooling between us, we take turns, because um, he, he is a university lecturer and um, he does music tech. So he does the mornings and I do the afternoons. So sometimes I do art or um, science, we do, you know, different things. But today, I because they've been begging, I did some theatre, uh, some drama, and I did some physical theatre with them, showed them a bit of Frankenstein. The, right at the beginning, they do um, the bit where he's being, when Frankenstein's monster is being born. Um, and it's amazing, it's an amazing piece of physical theatre so I showed them that and then there I was just trying to find some stuff for them um, that I could talk about I was doing all that kind of stuff and then I was going through all this stuff with it and the boys were being so naughty really really naughty and I was getting really cross with them and Reuben he was so oh he was being so obnoxious I told him that if he was in my school, I would have sent him out. He would have been gone to isolation. Um, and he ended up um, with me taking 10 minutes off his iPad time. Um, we did do, so the, I think I've done it with you guys before, but I did the um, uh, scary haunted house where you have to be, where you have to physically be like the doors that creak open and then you have to be the tiger rug 
and you have to be the light that goes on and off. You have to be the creaky rocking chair. Remember that one? So, that one. And you go up, and, and you know, family portraits with the eyes that, that follow you all around. But he said it was boring. Ruben said it was boring. I went nuts. I went absolutely nuts. He went into timeout. Um, because I, you know, when when a student says that, that is that's when I send them out because I just think that's rude. I think that's incredibly rude. So um, after the lesson, he, he did come back in and he apologised. And after the lesson, I phoned Herb. I phoned him. Like I got into my mobile and I phoned on the home number. And I phoned him to have a discussion with Ruben's father. Herb thinks I'm a bit mental. Everybody thinks I'm a bit mental. I think I probably need a bit of a long walk. Anyway, right, okay. So, yes, I miss you. Miss you loads. Um, so, let's go. Let's go. We are at Sonnet 37. Yesterday, um, Shakespeare had dumped him, had dumped the fair youth. Where have we, so where, what direction has he got to today? Let's have a look. As a decrepit father takes delight to see his active child do deeds of youth. So I, made lame by fortune's dearest spite, take all my comfort of thy worth and truth. For whether beauty, birth, or wealth, or wit, or any of these all, or all, or more, entitled in thy parts, do crowned sit. I make my love engrafted to this stall, and then I am not lame, poor, nor despised, whilst that this shadow doth such substance give, that I in thy abundance am sufficed, and by a part of all thy glory live. Look what is best, that best I wish in thee, this wish I have, then ten times happy me. Okay. So, um, it's not a classic Shakespeare sonnet. Okay, it's a bit of a thought. It's a bit of a rambling thought process about Shakespeare being old, lame and decrepit figure. A bit of an old, you know, an oldie. And the fair youth is a bit more, is, a, is sprightly and springy. So, as a decrepit father takes delight. So, it, when this word decrepit, so think about somebody who's bent over, using a stick, is a bit juddery. Takes pleasure in seeing his um, 
sorry, as a decrepit father takes delight to see his active child do deeds of youth. Just as a decrepit father takes pleasure in seeing his active child engaging in youthful activities. So just imagine your granddad, if your granddad's still alive, coming along and seeing you playing football or whatever um, at, at the local park. That kind of image. Uh, so I, made lame by fortune's dearest spite, take all my comfort of thy worth and truth. So I, whom misfortune, so whom, whom by, by accident, has injured and crippled, take uh, all the comfort I can in your good worth and fidelity. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, so I, I can take all the comfort I can do in your goodness and fidelity. Well, fidelity means being faithful. So, so is so is he being a bit snidey there? I don't know. So whose misfortune? Who's sort of? Whose accidents of life, you know, whose whose calamities of life has injured and and so through the uh, mishaps of life, I have become um, injured or um, um, sort of crippled or injured through life. Take all the comfort I can do in in how good you are. Um, and how faithful you are. For whether beauty, birth or wealth, or wit, or any of these all, these all or all or more, for whether beauty, nobility, wealth and intelligence, or any one of these or all of, of them, or more than these, Entitled in thy parts do crowned sit, I make my love engrafted to this store. Are your princely attributes, are your princely talents or gifts? Um, I'm attaching my love to them. So I'm giving, I'm giving my love to these gifts so then i am not lame poor nor despised while that this shadow doth such substance give that i in thy abundance am sufficed i am not lame poor or despised so long as this fantasy of mine lets me take so much satisfaction in your good luck and I can live off part of your glory. So I am going to live vicariously through you, through the um, actions that you're doing, through the beauty that you have, through the nobility that you have, through the intelligence that you have, through watching you running around. I'm going to live through that. And it's going to make me feel like I'm not old or lame or um, despised.
um, look what is best, that best I wish in thee, this wish I have, then ten times happy me. Whatever is best, that's what I wish you to have. Since I have this wish, I am ten times over. Okay. So, he's... So, this is far different, far removed from yesterday when he was saying, that's it, I've, haven't, I've had enough, I'm dumping you, I'm walking away, isn't it? It's, you know, this is a, I'm, um, this is a, I'm living through you again. This is very much in, very much alike, although not as pretty, and doesn't make me feel the same way, but it is alike um, to Sonnet 29. This is uh, um, me thinking about how, um, what, what I have, um, and um, the fact that I'm, that I'm old and withered and whatever, but then I think about you, and um, I'm happy and I feel refreshed. So Shakespeare is taking stock and, and thinking about what he gains, what he would gain from the relationship. Now, there is something that I found. Um, it says, for whether beauty, birth or wealth or wit, or any of these all or all or more entitled in thy part do crowned sit. Um, I make my love encrafted to the store. This here, this bit, um, beauty, birth or wealth um, and entitled to thy part do crowned sit. This bit there is talk, you know, they think it's talking about um, the fact that he is talking about praising a person of, person of noble blood. Since nobles were um, considered inherently better than ordinary people and possessed of finer qualities. One of the theories is that the fair youth was a nobleman. Either Henry, I don't know how to pronounce this name, Rithresley, the third Earl of Southampton, or William Herbert, no relationship, the third Earl of Pembroke, um, and some commentators have even interpreted the mysterious Mr. W.H. mentioned in the sonnet's dedication as a reference to Herbert. Um, but they, you know, some people have just said that there's a misprint for W.S. meaning Shakespeare. But yeah, so there, I mean, there is lots of um, talk about court and princely and that kind of stuff and the sun um within 
the Sonic. So I think it's quite, it's not a leap to say that the, the fair youth was of a noble birth, I think. I think, but again, once again, we don't know. We don't know. Now, uh, so 38 tomorrow, guys. 38 tomorrow. Uh, now then, so giving, given that it is May the 4th um, and Star Wars Day, it only seems fit that we would have a star's poem. So I have chosen a poem by A.E. Hausman. Um, and he is, actually, the, po the poem is untitled. Um, and A.E. Hausman is, his name is Alfred Edward Hausman. And he was an English classical scholar and poet. And he was best known for his poems, um, A Shropshire Lad. Um, where he, he kind of talked about how, um, sort of, sort of talked about the, the era that self and Shropshire itself, um, that talks about the doom and disappointment of youth in the English countryside. Um, he was... Uh, born in 1859, died in 1935. He was appointed professor of... Oh, sorry. His mum died on his 12th birthday. Pretty awful. Uh, but he was um, appointed professor of Latin um, at the University of College London and then at Cambridge. Now, I studied Latin at school so I, I learned lots of people say it's a dead language but actually you have some sort of grasp of latin lots of words um have a base um in latin um and so it can really uh it can really help you understand where they're going what, what they what they mean um and it really sort of it really helps you um, a sort of a, an understanding of Latin. I mean, I had to I had to, to work really hard to pass my GCSE, which is one of the qualifications back in you know um, the dinosaur times. Um, and I don't remember very much of it now. Um, and my dad was absolutely. Um, convinced that I was going to do it. Uh, it was the one thing that I was absolutely going to do. Um, he was pretty, pretty good. They were pretty good about everything else, but I was going to do Latin. That was it. Um, now, E. Houseman. Um, he when he was in. Um, 
when he was in Oxford, he fell in love with his roommate, bless him. Um, his male roommate, which unfortunately was never sort of returned. Um, bless his heart. Um, actually his roommate, uh, went off, um, to sort of escape him and came back and, uh, got married and he didn't even know. Poor thing. Um, he could be extremely harsh and critical of people, um, not very understanding of them and sort of accuse them of not using their brains. And he was not particularly very nice to women. He never remembered their names. Um, uh, but he was really sort of prolific. Um, and he, he led actually quite a sad, Life died in, at the age of 77 in Cambridge. Um, yeah, he sort of argued that actually poetry should appeal to emotions rather than to the intellect, which I really, I really think that's, I think that's brilliant, that actually it should be all about how you feel about a poem rather than sitting down and analysing it. So, see how you feel about his poem here. Just going to get it up, hang on. Um, stars, I have seen them fall, but when they drop and die, no star is lost at all. From all the star-sown sky, the toil of all that be, helps not the primal fault, it rains into the sea. And still, the sea is salt. I like it. I do like it. It's very simple. I like the fact that it's when I, I've seen them fall, but when they drop and die, no star is lost at all. It's, I tell you what it's like. I tell you why I like it. It's because it's like... Um, it's so, it's, okay, so apparently it's about even though when stars fall, the apparent number of the stars in the sky remain constant. There are so many that the loss of one or even a few hundred make no difference. So... That's apparently, you know, blah, blah, blah. So what I like about it is when I've had particularly hard times in my life, what I like to go and do is sit by the sea and just watch the waves go in and out. Because whatever is happening the waves go in and out and it's a constant you know the fact that um they that remains the same um and and so 
although my my problems are happening the sea goes on the sea goes carries on going in and out and I find that really reassuring I'm sure that some people might feel that that would mean that their problems aren't you know would feel that that would mean that they're really everything's a bit futile and it doesn't mean anything but actually for me I find it reassuring because actually it, um, it doesn't matter um, and everything's temporary um, and so I find it reassur really reassuring um, because the sea still goes in and out and um, and so things will be okay the sea still goes in and out um, uh, the world still goes on turning and in the same context um, if one star falls you know there will still be stars in the sky and I like that and so when we are stuck at home and I can't get to the sea to go and sit and watch the waves going in and out as much as I'd like to, unless I'm going for my constitutional. But, you know, I can't get to the sea. I can look up at the stars. And I can see them. And even if one star, ten stars, a hundred stars fall, there will be enough for me to see that there are stars in the sky. and everything will be okay. We'll get through it. Right, that's it for today. Um, what else do I need to do? Oh, I need to say hello to my sister. Because um, uh, she's in Singapore and uh, my boys and I were talking just about how much we miss her and um, she listens and what else? I think that's pretty much it. I think that's pretty much it, you know. Um, what else? Don't know. Um, you need to do me a favour. You need to stay in except for your constitutional walk. Stay well and stay super gorgeous right do me a favor send in your favorite poems please otherwise you know i'm going to lose my temper um nothing will happen of that but yeah please do um and you can send them to me on karen.vanderhoven at turnerschools.com okay my lovelies right i will see you tomorrow you take care uh yeah Bye!